Hey all, it's been a while. Uh, thank you for checking out this latest episode of The Madness Continues. I'm, uh, just, you know, hanging in there, doing okay, trying to work on a few projects. Uh, if you guys know Lancey Joe, check him out, the Lancey Joe at Venmo Show. We've been working on the happiest hour that's been a distraction. I'm just going to get back into getting regular, I think. Uh, still sitting at home, listening to The Carl Show on Sirius XM. You know, the founder of Hipster Runoff, the guy who feels like there's... <laughs> To, the guy to turn to when there's an existential dilemma and you're not sure what is up and what is down and what is anything. Um, I hope if you're listening to this that you're well and your loved ones are well. Uh, it's amazing to me that the South in the United States and the West had months and months to prepare and denied anything was happening and now don't have hospital beds for everybody. Awesome. Truly American. What happened to this country? I don't think I've lived through a time where everything was so bleak. And sad, and there was like no opportunity to appear. What what is possible? Nothing is possible. It feels like everything is <laughs> just is it's insane. You know what I mean? I hope you don't feel that way. I hope you're finding creative and interesting outlets, whatever you're doing in your own life. I'm sitting here uh, trying to get back to recording podcasts, and hopefully you'll. You know, I'm gonna get one of these out every week. I'm making a commitment to it. I'm getting back into being regular. I haven't been on stage barely at all. I did one show in Portland, Oregon some weeks ago. That was great because otherwise I haven't been on stage in like a long time. I'm missing it. I'm missing being in front of people. I know I realized today I hope we've been calling a lot of friends. Hopefully you have too because I you know, we just like haven't seen anybody in person. You know, haven't seen any of my friends in person. I haven't spent time around them. I've run into them when I went to the protests, ran into some people I knew, but I haven't been able to like, you know, spend time catching up with and talking with anybody. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy to think about. That's just the case. So it's been a weird time. And uh, this was recorded. I was talking with Janelle Murphy, Janelle Murphy, uh, a very talented and very funny, very uh, authentic woman who I think really means well with everybody and is so sweet. She's a genuinely, she's very genuine. She's authentically sweet. I've known her for years from back in Chicago. Um, this was recorded in Manhattan. She was uh, had just moved there and was living in Brooklyn. I hope she's doing all right. I should probably catch up with her. I need to reach out with Janelle. I'm going to post this so she's going to see it. And hopefully you can comment with how you're doing. I know that you you were a bright light when this started going on because you were posting some really positive stuff. I hope that you're still got your chin up and you're working on it. We're all going to end up getting back on stage eventually. I think things are going to get worse before they get better. So don't let yourself get too positive. <laughs> but I we we are are going to be back. I think at the big show one of these days. So Janelle Murphy, thank you for sitting down and having the taking the time to record this episode with me. And uh, without further ado, here you go, guys. And I hope you're doing well. I hope Janelle is doing well. And here she is from before the time of COVID-19. Just go pull that thing a little closer to you. There you go. Oh, man, I'm getting notifications on Tinder. Whoa, buddy. You on that Tinder? I'm on that I'm on that tin. Y'all on that tin, Brandon? Yeah, you know me. How is it for you on the tin out here? Uh, It's way better than it is in Chicago. People by like a hundred times. It's interesting. By like a hundred times. Just pull it. Get that thing a little closer. You got to get it right up on it. There you go. That's a little better. You could direct okay. it slightly up. There you go. Ah, uh, okay, cool. And then you can you can get right on that. Uh, go ahead and talk. I'm talking. All right, there <laughs> we go. Janelle Murphy. Yeah. Welcome to the Madness Continues podcast. Cheers. Cheers. We're both drinking seven eight seven coffee from the East Village. Boom, sponsored. <laughs> all the way from uh, all the way from across from the street, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. They hey. have a they have a rum. 
infused coffee beans for their espresso. What? Yeah, that's what I get. Oh, my God. I should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I walked in and the guy already knows. He's like, you want a red eye with the rum espresso? And I'm like, goddamn right I do. I love red eye so much because I feel like it's the West Coast customs of coffee. Yeah. Like I could see Exhibit being like, yo, dog, I heard you liked coffee. So we put coffee in your coffee so you can drink coffee <laughs> while you're drinking coffee. <laughs> so so fucking dumb. Yeah, I dig it. Is uh, How are the dating apps out for you here in, in the in New Squark? Uh, well, funny that you brought up Tinder uh, because I was like, you know, I'm not really into the dating apps, but like, <laughs> let's just see what the men are like out here. Yeah, know? sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For science. I'm doing this for for science science reasons. Purposes. I'm just going to swipe mostly left. Um, But, you know. (laughs) Have you had these glasses in Chicago? Did you have these? I got these last year, yeah. In Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Because you feel like like hipper now that you're out in New York. I think that's what people have said. Burzak came out here. He's like, you're... I was wearing a pea coat. And he was like... Yeah. You're... You're like so New York now. I've been oh, here yeah. for over 90 days. So oh, like my so God. It gets now. in your blood quick. <laughs> it's weird how it works. Yeah. And then you go like, if you go back to Chicago, you're like, oh, you can feel the energy fall when you get back to Chicago. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Well, uh, we love Chicago, but uh, fashion's definitely. Yeah, a but the cities are just different. Yeah. The fashion is. Vibes. There are so many. I walk past people in New York who I'm like, you're wearing an outfit that you can literally only wear here. You yeah. cannot. You could not wear this outfit anywhere else on the whole fucking planet. If you wore this outfit anywhere else, and you know what? I've never been more jealous of Asian people in my life. Yeah. Like they can get away. Asian men can get away with fashion choices that no oh, other people can swag. get away with. Yeah. They Maybe black men. Maybe some black men can get away with that. No white man could wear that outfit. Yeah. Well, not a lot of white men can pull off a lot of things. <laughs> But Pretty that's much where my dating preference just, is just stealing the natural resources yeah, of the yeah, of yeah. the of the uncolonized or yeah. the colonized world. Stick what am I trying to say? I stick to LL Bean. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's that's all I saw in there. I'm like, oh my god, can I like you're just you're just a duplicate copy. The number of women who have messages on their profiles that say, if you're holding a fish, I'm gonna swipe left. If it's just your abs in the mirror, I'm gonna swipe left. And I'm like, I'm like, is that really what people are doing? (laughs) That seems dang it. Yeah, right. That's just all I have is me flexing my abs while holding fish I've caught. It's it just feels like such a weird like I can't I don't know why a guy would think that that would be like charming instincts, man. come on yeah. come on I caught dinner don't you want to fuck yeah. don't you want to fuck these abs yeah what? actually I have a message this one from guy, ab dude <laughs> from ab dude I was, I was abduda abdullah abdullah I wish that was his name I think his name was a-l-o-n and I'm like is it Elon. alan or alone alone <laughs> Elon. 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 <laughs> That's so funny. That's a very East Coast. I feel like there's all these like names for people who like I can't pronounce. I'm like, is your name like Juhan? 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 <laughs> John. Juhan. <laughs> Juhan. <laughs> Juhan. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The number of it's weird because I never dated a Jewish girl before. And mm-hmm. then in New York, it's just been so many. It's been like so many, uh, so many Alanas, Ilanas. Like a lot, a lot of Alanas and Alanas. That's funny. <laughs> I, I haven't had a, I've like been out on a date with an Asian guy and an Indian guy. So yeah, haven't made my way over to <laughs> <laughs> anyone else yet, you know, but that's so funny. You're just working your way west across <laughs> Asia. Next you'll, next you'll be out with a Kazakh guy. Then somebody from Azerbaijan. I was last year this time I was dating a Bosnian. So. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're just that whole spread of yeah, I'm like, the what? continent. What's the world? <laughs> I don't have a passport. Tell me about it. What's the <laughs> oh my That's gosh. what I tell people at the restaurant, you know, because they work in Soho now. They'll be like, oh, have you ever been to so-and-so? I'm like, no, I'm just a dumb American. Don't even <laughs> have a passport. That's so funny. <laughs> in New York, people are surprised to hear know, that you're like, yeah. haven't been somewhere. Yeah. Wait, you haven't been? You haven't been to Burkina Faso? <laughs> no, I haven't been to Burkina Faso. But mm, you live place. in New York. like. <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't you everything. been everywhere? Yeah. This One is the day. weirdest. This is the weirdest. This city is so fucking weird and it shouldn't exist. It just shouldn't. It just should not exist. Like it. I, I, I understand the historical reasons why it exists and why it is the way that it is now. But like it's completely no human beings have never lived in an environment like this before. It never. It's wild. It's insane. It makes no sense. Like and it's weird because you were talking about dating and stuff. Like I went out with this um, probably an Alana and, and on the date. 
and if you're listening and your name is Alana, it's I'm not talking about you. <laughs> it's a, it's even the if, third one. Even and especially if you went out with me. <laughs> but uh, the I I was on this date and she was so cynical. She was like she's like 31 or 32 and she was just like I've lived in New York for nine years. Every man is just he's just gonna fuck me and leave me like blah blah. And she just was kept saying this shit. And I'm like. Well, now do I'm you definitely want... going to just fuck you. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, well, now I know what you're looking for, I guess. Yeah. But why break the pattern? Now? Yeah, I know. Right. I don't want to be. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's it's, it's so much pressure <laughs> to be out with a guy and be like, for nine years, every dude's just fucked me and left me. What are you going to do, bro? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm going to leave this conversation because I don't even want to buy you dinner now. Yeah, I'm just like, going to cut left and right. This is so fucking weird. So anyway, I'm out it. But I was so intrigued. I'm like, well, we got to talk about this. So I kept talking to her about how you know this happened you know just her dating history and all this shit like you do and, on dates yeah right and and she was just so and this the whole time she's just like whatever this is not like this doesn't matter and i'm like also i said to her on the date i'm like it's kind of weird that we're going out and you're on this date you're you're telling me on it that you're actively not really caring about my experience of this date because you think i don't care about it either why are you even here why'd you take the energy to do it uh, right yeah uh, right it's yeah. so weird and so anyway uh where the fuck was this going? Oh, she was just saying how she's like, I've, I want a relationship, but like guys here don't want relationships and all this shit. And I'm like, well, this is totally fucking, this is a completely unnatural environment. Like it's not, you shouldn't, if you moved out of New York, you would find a guy within two to three months of wherever you moved and you guys would be married and you'd be married a year from now. Yeah. And because you're, you're 31, you're 32, you're gorgeous. You have a great career. Like you're a really a clear uh, when you're not being cynical as hell, you're actually an interesting woman with probably interesting opinions on things. Mm -hmm. Like the problem is that New York is like a playground for men in there. They can, they can men in the city can remain in perpetual adolescence. Well, and also because men in New York, they are outnumbered by women. So they have more pick. That's what I was told. It's but insane. you know what? New Year's Eve, I was at a bar and I was the only woman there. I'm like, where? what is this? Just ladies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come to Divine. Oh, my God. Was everybody trying to make out with you at midnight? Just <laughs> No. Uh, well, I mean, this one guy tried and I was like, I just came here to enjoy music. <laughs> Thank Everybody you. else is just wasted and you're sober standing around. Yeah. It was funny, though. Uh, so after that bar, uh, I went to the knitting factory where they were playing sure. music. And uh, I was nervous that I was going to be the only like single woman there, you know, on New Year's Eve. But then I spotted like two other single women. And by the end of it, I don't know what happened, but we all congregated together. Yeah. And we didn't even talk to each other, but it was like we are all alone. Yeah. We have to support Let's, and we are we are doing so funny. this, ladies. We have to support and protect one another. Yeah, I feel jealous. I'm not gonna lie. I feel jealous of women's experiences out when they go out socially, because I think that I read this thing on Reddit recently, and it said, uh, "What the fuck did it say?" It was this woman who posted things that happen in women's restrooms and it was just like this list of like made a new best friend <laughs> um broke up a fight and reconciled the two of them was offered a job connected with this woman who gave me a bunch of safety pins to save my dress like mm -hmm. all this like just all these stories and i'm like none of that men have there's zero stories men have zero stories of anything that happened unless you fucked another dude in the bathroom yeah. you have zero stories of any or or a woman who you pulled into the bathroom with you zero stories of anything like this you never walked into a bathroom and made a best friend like that's never happened to a man in the history of bathrooms <laughs> i mean it's uh it's a great it's a great environment <laughs> <laughs> it's just like women and here's what's fucked up is like women are at, i think this is tr you can tell me if, you, if i'm wrong about this because i don't know enough about it to make definitive statements but uh -huh. i feel like women are more supportive of each other generally than men are men nothing each other most of the time which means like you never really help another person unless some guy is like really it was like your buddy and really asking for it. And even then I have friends who like I, I feel like I help or I would help. But like they most men don't ask. And then if a, if a guy does or you do make an ask, part of you is kind of like, yeah, sorry, man. Can't really help you because. Bleh. No, re I mean, I feel that way with my guy friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so, no, yeah, maybe, I don't know, uh, both audiences <laughs> are full, I don't know what to say, um, you ever made a best friend in a bathroom, Janelle? 
probably, but did I remember her the next day? <laughs> yeah, no. maybe not. <laughs> that was a one-time, one-night best friend. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I have a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, how? So you've been here 90 days. How's it been working out so far? You've already got a comedy show going, it looked like. Yeah, yeah. I run a show uh, in the East Village at Fly Life. It's called Fly Life. Uh, <laughs> where is it in the Where is it in the East Village? Uh, 434 East 11th Street. Oh, yeah. So it's just north of here. Yeah, um, I don't know where I am. 7th and A. You're at 7th and A. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, I'm still like, I'm like looking at the map. I'm like, am I what? Do like, you spend, where? but you work in Soho. You work I in Manhattan. I know how to get to and from work everywhere else. That was, <laughs> when I got here, I was like, okay, just figure out how to like get to I don't to know. A to B. That's so funny. I could tell you, I can navigate Manhattan, no problem. But I, I'm a, a fucking lost in Brooklyn. Dude. New York is so wild. They have two Broadways. Yeah. Why do you have two Broadways? Well, there's going... one in Brooklyn and there's one in Manhattan. No, even in Manhattan, they have a West Broadway. Oh, yeah, a and East Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. And apparently there's an old Broadway, but it's like somewhere on the West side. Uh, and it's not a whole long strip. It's just a little bit of a strip. I'm like, why do you need? Oh, yeah, many it's Broadways? way up. Yeah. <laughs> And then you go, then you go over to Brooklyn and then there's another Broadway. I'm like, how, how does this street like, yeah, this Broadway goes all the way out into the fucking state of New York. It goes all the way out. It goes all the way to Europe, actually. (laughs) That's so funny. It goes all the way up through Canada to Alaska and across the Bering Strait. Yeah. 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 It's the super highway Russia has been talking about. Once they <laughs> colonize us, that's really going to become a real thing. What was that um, that ice bridge that used to connect us? That was a Bering Strait. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, my phone is blowing up. I'm so sorry. This is very rude of me. But I have uh, Joshua Dusanya is hitting me up. And I was going to see if he wanted to come in here uh, to record a pod also. Have you seen any? What, what Chicago comics have you seen since you've been out here? Oh, my God. I feel like I uh, have been running into everyone or at least been scrolling Facebook and being like, where are you? <laughs> I don't know anyone. <laughs> oh, man. 90 days. Have, have you made any made any friends besides these two dudes you dated? Um, No. <laughs> <laughs> what about? OK, so are you working at a cafe, Janelle? Uh, I work at an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You look Italian. I am. Okay, got but it. I'm well, that makes sense. Irish. I thought you were Irish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you were Black Irish. That's what I, I am. Th- yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. But uh, now I guess uh, with whatever restaurant you work at, you're like, well, I guess I'm Italian now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working at an Irish place. I'm hella Irish. Yeah, just super Irish. You are yeah. very Irish. At heart, you're Irish. I'm totally at heart Irish. You are. Yeah. Hey, you remind me of women in my family. This is probably why we were such good friends. Like when we from when we first met, is like you remind me of women in my family. Who would like not be afraid to like get in your face and like tell you how what like it's it just like let me tell you how this is gonna be like that kind of stuff like very sweet and then suddenly like uh uh-uh, uh we are not gonna do this <laughs> don't like, piss me off yeah exactly like that's a, what I always say don't make my Irish come out like a switch <laughs> would flip or something that's the Irish <laughs> yeah we're nice but don't don't tick us off oh man uh yeah. well josh can't josh can't show up i know it's too disappointing uh i i really i miss that guy so much he's like blowing up he's got uh all kinds of josh o josh o i have him on the show on the 20th damn yeah yeah i'm so excited uh i gotta do that show you gotta put me figure out a time to put me on your show okay <laughs> yeah let me send me dates yeah um, i'm gonna be back out here i mean i'm gonna be in here i'm gonna be here a lot but I got to go back to Chicago and then I'm going to be back out here to think in a couple of weeks to do more podcasts with Dope. James Altucher, which would be cool. Yeah. Um, super cool podcast. Sat down with that guy and recorded a whole thing. People on this podcast will have heard it by now because this is this is I got to put I, I got to start releasing more than one podcast a week because I've got this huge backlog of podcasts that I've been recording and just I, what keeps happening is like I'll record something with like like with like this conversation and I'm like Janelle it's you're overdue to be on this podcast and now that we're both in New York this is gonna be great and then I've got like three or four others that are like this has to be released by this certain date because of a book release or a fucking play that's going on or like whatever yeah so he's releasing a podcast with me next week so which means mine with him has to be released on the same day yeah and because it's Obby. a yeah so this one will be by the time the listeners hear this, it'll be like that was a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking released this. Oh boy! Like I sat down and recorded one with Tristan A. Uh-huh. Smith. You know? Oh, I love him. So yeah, he's much. great, right? Yeah. And uh, and then I couldn't release it for like six weeks after <laughs> after I recorded it. I mean, you do so much. I really am just always amazed at how you 
have so many projects and manage your time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a mess, mostly. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. It certainly hasn't well, led to... Well, on the outside, it's yeah. like, damn, living three books, <laughs> 500 podcasts. I know. Four online courses. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I certainly hasn't led to financial success, like well, we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're on this for the passion. I know. You probably made more money at that Italian restaurant than I've made doing any of those projects. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh it's <laughs> <laughs> just uh we were talking about you were talking about how you were stacking paper man oh, you were like man. oh yeah i got some shit <laughs> i got some i'm not gonna i bought a pair of hundred dollar sneakers what yeah i'm like who am i <laughs> no uh <laughs> uh the girls at lady footlocker they made me feel real cool i was like yeah okay so i'll buy these oh man those are the coolest women on the yeah, planet yeah no the, they're so dope i was like i want to invite them to parties professionally yeah i'm like uh will you come to my shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah we come to your show that's right yeah that's right yeah what's your name low yeah i'm like just tell me like how to look cool i live with a 20 year old now and i'm like now i'm like a little insecure about like my coolness oh my gosh yeah her room's way bigger than mine <laughs> oh, that's so funny i'm like oh my god she's like well, i mean like all these fucking gen z people are this guy who lives here is 24 wow he's a hockey player he's like the most attractive man i've ever seen like in real life he's like fucking just ripped and like and and he has like blue eyes and he's Canadian so he has a cute accent. I'm not even attracted to men. I'm just like, dude, you must clean up in this city. Like yeah. it's just ridiculous. If you can't this New York is insane because it's just the most attractive people when you walk down the street all the time. Because why where else would they go? I, I LA, know. I guess. Everyone's a model. I have never felt so short in this town. Like I'm five two, but I carry myself as five foot five. Yeah, you, know? you do. That's very funny. <laughs> you got you have three inches of moxie. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit of uh, whatever shoes are made out. Yeah, of. those hundred dollar dollar bills is yeah, what it sounds man, like they're made out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm liking New York. Yeah, it's not too bad. The, like, there's all these. There's just so many people, and you just walk around, and you, it's the craziest thing because it's funny when you think about it. The the amount of shit that happens here. I used to talk about it uh, when I was like when I was when I first moved here. Mm -hmm. I was talking about how the the you you from block to block so much shit will happen within one block that you're like by the time you get to the end of the block you're a totally different person i can attest <laughs> to that last night i was walking this sounds like i go to the bar a lot you know but um <laughs> you don't drink do you still not drink i uh, know i you know i partake um now um yeah so i got off work and i was gonna go like get a salad and have a beer with it, you know, cause that goes really well together. Yeah. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm walking. They're technically the <laughs> both vegetarian meals. So right? the barley is what's going to keep me full, but the vegetables are what's going to make me feel good. I'm here for it. <laughs> How many times do you hear people say I'm here for it? In this I work city? in Soho. <laughs> <laughs> I serve brunch on the weekend. Okay. Uh, I hear it. <laughs> I'm um, so here for it. I'm, I'm so just here, here for, it. for it. This is solid. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, No, but I was walking to the bar last night and uh, to get dinner. And I'm walking in front of this storefront. I'm a block away from my destination. And there are these two cops and this guy. And the cops are just yelling at him. And it's like this circular formation where the cops are on each side. And I'm just walking, trying to you know get my salad and beer and i'm like oh <laughs> i've never what do i do are you gonna shoot him should i just cross the street do i need to film this it's so and then like I, so my funny. awkwardness like broke the tension because yeah. they all just started staring at me and then <laughs> i was like you know what i'm just gonna walk around oh so my I god just walked around <laughs> and then i went to the bar and i was like that was so new york yeah it's just very like a guy almost got shot on my way to get the <laughs> salad. Yeah, hope he's okay. Yeah, it's it just the. But here's the thing: is like it's, it's, crazy. it's funny because I I was telling I forget who I was talking to about this, but like if that shit happened, so that that's not even worth telling somebody about New York. Like oh, if that it's happened, not? I would, still feel like well, <laughs> you know I just saw the Hassan um, Minaj Minaj yeah thing on um, police uh, Netflix, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, it's well. So, OK, so I shouldn't say it's not like something trains. worth telling somebody, but it's like 
that happened and then you go down with your day on your way home something else probably happened yeah whatever i got pulled in a trivia yeah but like but what's insane is like if that happened in chicago people would have talked about it for weeks and then if that happened i think about if that that happened (laughs) if that happened in in fucking michigan where i grew up people would be talking about it for months they'd be like you remember that was crazy like what was that about that was still crazy and you're like, yeah, that in in New York, that's a Tuesday at 10 o'clock. And then three hours later, so you're going to see something else. You'd be like, oh, my God, a garbage truck almost hit that guy. <laughs> like that's every fucking block. It's yeah. something else. Yeah, there's you have to be on your guard. This the, the other difference I noticed between moving here versus Chicago is in the city of Chicago, the city is trying to fuck you. Like the city is trying to find a way to fuck you up. Like our are we going to tow your car? Mm-hmm. Are we going to put a hundred parking tickets on your car? Are we going to charge you? I don't know, whatever fucking the alderman fee for something that you needed. Like, you know, like, like I used to run that comedy show out of my apartment uh-huh. and then the alder, apparently the alderman's office found out about it and they were like, you don't, don't have they a, have more things going on in Chicago than worrying about money. Your no, house? that's <laughs> the only thing aldermen's worry about oh is how god. to line their and own not pockets. Tipping. I know this. In Chicago? Yeah, man. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I, when I worked at uh, Luminati's in the West Loop, we had the alderman come. That guy didn't tip. No. What a douche. Yeah. Well, like maybe like a little bit, and it's like you <laughs> might as well have not. Yeah. Oh my god. You're so needy. Oh, what a douchebag. So I this guy. Okay, so so the alderman's office finds out that I have this comedy show, mm-hmm. and the next time I go in, I give my address because I was getting stickers for my car, and they were like, "You live at nine, or I lived at I fucking what was my address? Whatever, thirty five oh five North Seminary. Anyway, I think that was it. I knew it was thirty seven twenty eight North Seminary. Maybe anyway, it was like Seminary and School Street or whatever. And the woman behind the counter recognizes my address, and she's like, "Do you have a?" are you running an illegal and the question she asked me is are you running an illegal theater show out of your like cabaret show out of your apartment and i'm like what and like because never would you ever describe a comedy show as cabaret or like theater capone baby (laughs) (laughs) lemon and capone (laughs) we're taking this the city with big shoulders we're taking it down taking shots oh my god it's so stupid and so, like, so she was like, are you running? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? And she's like, we had to report that. And this woman, humorless. I mean, like, this woman, I don't know if she, I hope she's not married because her husband would just, she's just the most unfuckable woman. Like, just angry face and, like, just, I she has to be like that all day long. No chill. Just says to me, like, you can't do that. You can't, are you charging tickets? You can't. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, we had this report that there was a cabaret show going on. At- Who snitched in your building? That's what you need to find well, out. It wasn't next. the building. It turns out it was somebody else around and she wouldn't was tell me. Was it another comic? No, I don't know who it was, but it was somebody in the neighborhood, I think. And and admittedly, like if you, if I have my PA system on and the windows are open, you can hear that comedy show like all up and down the street. Okay. So like somebody complained and then the police were never called, but somebody complained to the alderman's office and then she what was like. extreme step. What, Right. You know what? Rather than just like it's giving so them a stupid. Me, yeah, it's so dumb. It's so stupid. So I had it to be like, well, I run a comedy show out of my apartment, but it's not like a cabaret thing. Like nobody's, there's we don't no have tits. tickets. <laughs> yeah, there's, we literally, it's a bunch of people in a room and somebody stands up and starts telling, it's, it's no different from a house party wherein someone is telling a story. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. And she was just like, no, I mean, no chill. And she was like, well, you can't be doing that. And we, we might have to have, the next time that happens, we'll have to have the police come out. And I'm like. What the fuck? Like, is it was felt like I was talking to like my, like my fucking wicked stepmother or something. <laughs> it was it was insane. Anyway, God, yeah, Chicago has so much more going on than crashing, you know, comedy shows and house parties. I mean, but that's what like they only care about money, parties, though. But yeah, but it's, so the difference is that in the city of Chicago, the city's trying to fuck you. The city's trying to find a way to fuck you over. Uh-huh. In New York, other people are trying to fuck you. You know. What's so wild about New York is um, people try to test you. Yeah. And I, I like never knew this was a thing that humans do. Uh, yes. People will like try and test you to see what your reaction will be. And uh, that's just so wild to me because I'm like, where is this coming from? Well, it's like I'm people so out confused. here. Yeah. People out here take kindness as weakness. They do. Yeah. So it's like you have to be kind. But then also it's like when they try to take advantage of that, cause people want free shit all the time, you know, especially working at a restaurant or, you know, they want something. Oh, yeah. You I have can't to, imagine. Like, put down like, 
hi, I'm nice, but like, no. Yeah, this it, crazy that you say that because the guy who's the former C- or the CEO of the former company I worked for out here, he would try to fuck people over all the time, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the early warning signs at this company that I was like, oh, this is not, I should not work here. Yeah, is that he would do shit like. He would order, uh, like we'd have to take lifts for to go to some location. He would order lifts. He would be like, everybody order a lift, and then we get there, like, give me your phones. And I'm like, okay. So he would be like, now I want everybody to put one star and, like, talk about how this was a shitty lift so he could get, like, discounts on, like, everything that happened. Because it would be, like, on a company account, like, on a company card, and then he would discount and they'd That's lift and refund. livelihood. I know, right? That's so fucked up. I know. And like that's the kind of shit that I feel like that's not like no. abnormal at all for people. Did who you live in the stand city. up and say no? No. Oh, I didn't order the lift. He I like know, but, I didn't know oh, about okay. it until even afterwards. Gosh. That like they were like, oh yeah, did you see what that guy did? And I'm like, no. And that was the story. Yeah, it's like, hi people. Can you when you see shitty behavior like that, why don't you stand up and say no? I'm not gonna do that Ugh. because when you just obey to, sure he has a little bit more power than you, but if all four or however many people were there said no. Put him in I, check. Super weird. And then we'd all lose our jobs. <laughs> hey, you know what? But he can't he can't run shit. Well, if ultimately, no one's going to support yeah, that. Well, behavior. ultimately, I got like fired slash asked to leave because I was going to supposed to do something that I did not feel good about. And I decided, you know, my integrity is worth more than this job. Yeah, so then I decided not to do business. it. And they like <laughs> let me go. Oh, yeah. Well, you got a lot of you said you're learning lines. Do you have like a you got stuff coming up? Um, So I'm taking acting classes. Nice. Yeah, so uh, comedy acting classes. Well, you got real-ass credits and stuff coming out here. <laughs> oh, because you took my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lemon. You look good in those pictures. Like, no, I was looking yeah. back and I'm like, Janelle Murphy looks fucking hot in these photos. I was so stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I want my head shot. It was like 100 realistic. degrees out. It was yeah. so hot out. It was hella hot. It was 4th of July. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It was super fucking hot. And I remember us and I kept trying to find places we could take photos where you'd be in the shade because it was like just way fucking hot out. Yeah. No. And you're just so white that I was afraid you were going to just burn like if we brought you outside. I was rocking a tan. Yeah, you I did. Had you had a tan. pretty deep tan. Yeah. 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 So you looked Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like this coffee. Thank you. Thank you. So you got so you got acting what com- comedy acting lessons? Yeah. Uh, so I'm assigned to memorize a couple of sketches right now um we're doing snl sketches dope um yeah so i'm really excited um taking classes at the pit oh yeah mm-hmm. yep i've done comedy there a bunch of times yeah, I, yeah. that was right on my way home from the office that i used to work at because yeah. I, I used to be in murray hill okay so it was like right in that area dope the stand have you done stand up at the pit no dude i legit like i've been here for three months but I haven't actually done that much comedy with the exception of like my show. Sure. Because I, the first couple, the first month and a half was I was living in an Airbnb, like (laughs) artist commune. Yeah. And then I had to dip out after a week because this guy who was also there was like, yeah, so I got four misdemeanors and tried killing a couple people. And I'm like, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I did not come to New York to get murdered. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, So then I lived in a hotel for a night. Uh, in Manhattan, shout out to the HGU, which is just hug dyslexically spelled. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I lived on my buddy's couch for like three and a half weeks. And then oh, after oh, all of that, I found an apartment on Craigslist, yeah. moved into it, not even meeting my roommates. Nice. Yeah. So. And that's how you met the 20 year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's my. Yeah. She's like so. your younger sister. But like way cooler. The younger, hipper sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like how it always works. So New York, you know, you live with people and I'm like, hey, good morning. Nothing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh my God, man. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm it's sorry. pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Even There's, in your own house. You know? uh, when I was living in Murray Hill, I lived in this apartment that a friend of mine rented to me for like an outrageous sum of money. Um, and like, it, it was great. It was like worth it in the sense that it was like, I had a terrace that had a view of the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. which wow. I've kept calling the Eiffel Tower for the first like <laughs> five weeks that I lived there. Mm. Like I would go on dates. I would go to, do you know where, uh, just out of curiosity, do you know where Bonk is up on, um, okay, it's this anything. Murray Hill area. It's like 30th and 3rd and it's like kind of a popular restaurant. It was like kitty corner from that restaurant. Just uh-huh. if anybody's listening, that's where it is. And so 
I would go on dates at Bonk because I'd be like, that's my apartment. And I could like point up to and they'd be like, you have a terrace. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's right there. And I would be like, it. it's it, yeah, basically. And I'd be like, it's got a great view of the Eiffel Tower. And like <laughs> women would be like the Eiffel Tower. And I'm like, yeah, the Eiffel Tower. You can see it right from up there because it was so fucking ridiculous. I did that for so long. And I think they thought like, oh, this guy just wants to like fuck me. And this is his like weird like way of saying that. And then like. We'd get up and they'd be like, where's the Eiffel Tower? And I'm like, right there. And I would point to the <laughs> right Empire here. State Building. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I felt like such an idiot because like some girl was like, you know, that's the Empire State Building. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, you've been calling it the Eiffel Tower for like an hour. <laughs> and I'm like, well, oh, really? Like it didn't even register in my brain. And then I had this like weird horror film zoom in where I'm like, for the past five weeks, I've been calling it the Eiffel Tower. Nobody's told me this. <laughs> like everybody just walked around thinking this guy just must be a total retard. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. Too ridiculous. That's so funny. Um, Living in a Brooklyn, working in Soho, taking acting classes. You do a lot of stuff, Janelle. Thanks. You I don't feel like I'm doing enough right now. Like, I mean, I think oh, we all. So much I have. To I think do. we all feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always. I'm, you're talking about how much work I'm doing. I don't feel like I'm doing even close <laughs> to enough shit. Yeah. Yeah. Never enough. Are you? Uh. You. you w- how long are these acting classes at the pit go on for? Uh, it's a six-week program. They're three hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. That's. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of it, too. Um. I guess we'll be doing a performance in front of an audience. And I guess some people um, ask agents to come out. So I'm hoping someone in my class does that. Yeah. (laughs) That's very funny. Hey. Hey, it's me. I don't know how to actually get you. So if you could like also stay here. and I don't either, man. At one time at New York Television Festival uh, in 2018, uh, me and Brendan Gay were watching some agents talk on stage like they were talking about getting an agent and it was one of the agents was jabuki young white's agent oh yeah and it was funny because we were both like oh fuck like we got really excited we're like and the guy was like what and i'm like we both know jabuki we're comedian we've known him since he was in chicago i mean like i'm sure he would not fucking recognize that's how i feel yeah but it's like (laughs) weird because at a picnic table at an open mic once yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, right yeah next we tell we don't really say anything but really remember when i crushed after you got up at 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 (laughs) fucking undergrad underground like that was basically like, and there's like no fucking way he would remember. Yeah, anyway, yeah. it's just funny because his career is just taking the hell off. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, right? Yeah, he's inspiring. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's like got, he was on, fu- on fucking Vogue or something, or Teen Vogue. No way. Wasn't he? I was just was insane. That's awesome. Yeah, he's in all this shit as like one of the young guns of like comedy or something. But anyway, so, cool. so we talked to this guy and we're like, yeah, we're like Jabuki's like friends like how did he get an agent and the guy literally was like well i was just at a comedy show and i looked him up on instagram thought he had a unique name saw he had a bunch of followers so like that's what happened and i'm like oh so no advice that's helpful (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess it means like have a unique name and also have a ton of followers already you have a unique name brendan lemon i don't know i keep feeling like i should change it my stage name to like brendan fox or something i love lemon I know, right? But I, Brendan Lemon is a guy who's stuck in middle management. <laughs> Brendan Fox is a multi-millionaire character actor. Yeah, he knows how to move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always thought that I'm like maybe I should just change my name to like I for a while in Chicago I went by C- Citron C I T R O N. Really? Yeah. When was this? Oh, when I first got there. Oh, okay. And then I finally I just I like changed it back on Citron. Yeah, Citron. Citron. Yeah, but everybody's like Lemon, and like it just <laughs> I don't know. It's like one of these things I, I constantly wonder about that i talked with a guy who wrote a book his name is jeremy miller he wrote a book called brand new name and mm-hmm. he said that he thinks i should go by rafe cortez what? yeah did you hear that bit of mine no. that's like that was a name my parents almost were gonna give me really yeah rafe cortez lemon <laughs> that's just such a your face <laughs> <laughs> i just i'm trying to like picture you yeah huh i know i would be far do you know how much more interesting i would be with yeah. a name rafe cortez <laughs> I'd be constantly drinking Dosa Keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might have, uh, I don't know, maybe like a, a necklace or something. Right. That's what I picture. I would have a lot of gray chest hairs like that. I, uh, you know, I would be, I'd be a guy who had a way too small swimsuit on a beach in the Caribbean. You would have a deep V like Bill Petit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
Dude, I can see it. You guys some, just like cruising around. How far into this podcast are we? We need to, we're what, 32 minutes, 35 minutes in. That's, and Bill Batiste, the first time he came up. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> this podcast, every podcast episode, Bill comes up at some fucking point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how are we doing? Did uh, we? 35 is pretty good. Yeah. Normally, it's like the first 10 to 15 minutes, depending oh, yeah? on who you talk to. Yeah. Because Bill and I are like great, are like, you know, best friends. We wrote a book together. Yeah. So like, at some point, people are like, how's Bill doing to me? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't <laughs> Oh, man. I love that guy. Call him Will Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Will Bill. <laughs> He's in France right now. He is in France. Yeah. I got caught. Co- I actually had him on my show, too. But we had coffee and... um. Yeah, I was on the Fly Live show and yeah. told me he was going to France. I'm like, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, he's over there right now. He's in Nice. And then it's great because he posted that on Facebook and Corey Wood went, nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Corey. Yeah. Corey's the other perennial guest on this podcast. Oh, I have, yeah? I, I need to go back down. I need to go down to Houston to go see him. Yeah. And like talk with him and have him on the pod because we've had like three episodes. I fucking love talking to him on this he's podcast. He's great. He's a very easy person to conversate with. Oh, yeah. Like, you could just talk forever. Him, Brian Rowe, I would say, is the other one. Like, mm-hmm. Brian and I just recorded a second episode. I fucking love talking to him. And him and Corey are, like, weird spiritual brothers. <laughs> like, they're very... Yeah. They're kind of both, like, woe is me types. <laughs> like, where it just feels like the world... This is inside baseball for anybody listening, but it's... You guys will have heard... If, if you're a listener of the podcast, then you don't exist. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Brian Rowe... And Corey uh, are just very similar, and like I need to have both of them on the on the same time. It'd same be a very time. yeah, very oh, yeah. unique episode. I kind of count you amongst that crew. I think that there was kind of a loose association of a certain number of comedians. Like I would say, like you, Brian, Corey, Aaron Burzak. Like there was just a handful of these guys who kind of were all. I felt like. We were we were, were like the Blarney the, Stone guys. So I was about to say <laughs> yeah, we were the, we the were, American Dream. Yeah, the American Dream unofficial Blarney Stone crew yeah. is like what we were. <laughs> John Norman's at the edge of that group, kind of, because he was like in and out of like Blarney still all the is, time. Man. Still is, yeah, still is. <laughs> I don't, I don't see him ever anymore. I love him. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, yeah, yeah, but I talked to Burzak and he said that uh, he still pops in. Oh yeah, and then he had Aaron's the one who's hosting that mic now, yeah, mostly. Yeah. I used to do a big spiel when I was hosting it right at the beginning about the whole history of the mic and stuff. And yeah. like, nah, I don't think anybody does that now. No, <laughs> no, no. Nobody even knows what. It's like the second longest running, I continuously know, running I open know. mic in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the oldest mics. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like a guy's room. Uh, oh, yeah. Always totally. Cracked me up. I'm like, what are you? What are you guys saying? Huh? I'm, yeah. I'm one of the producers here. Yeah. <laughs> it was. And the same thing was true with when Bill and I ran the Lazy Philosophers open mic. You were like one of the three women who would ever you and Alana Gordon were yeah. like the only two women who would ever show up to that mic. And which is so funny because you're both like tiny little <laughs> like you're not and you're both like super nice and like very sweet. And like it, that's what everybody was like. This is a guy's mic. And you're like, what does that mean? Like just. Women can show up here. It's not a big deal. It's just, yeah. you know, that reputation, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I would, yeah, try to get women to come out to that room, too. I'm like, I will do, you know, like, how can we, yeah. you know, get you out here? Um, if you got to leave early, I get it. You know, be safe. You know, don't <laughs> want to get out of here too late. Like, yeah. You know. Up like, in New Center yeah. in Chicago. <laughs> Wrigleyville. Oh, yeah. What um what uh what is it like at being a woman in comedy in New York versus Chicago, by the way? Um I well I mean you're only ninety days in, yeah. I guess I should say. Uh I think it's fine. Everyone's been pretty chill. Um I mean, every now and then you're gonna get an asshole. Sure. You know, that's going to be a little bit of a prick. Um, pricky asshole, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you run into a pricky asshole. Uh, <laughs> but uh, overall, I would say it's pretty good. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just no, no problems anyway. No, I haven't really experienced anything. Uh, mostly, I mean, it seems like too... New York people are working. So like when they do their set, like it's like, okay, let's go run to the next one. Oh yeah. They just grind as much as possible. Yeah. So that's, there's no time to, you know, schmooze, you know, you're running around to the next one. You get two minutes on stage out here. That's nuts. Unless you pay five bucks yeah, and then like, then you get like four or five. But like, that was like one of the weirdest things moving out here is I was like, oh, I got to pay to do open mics. Yeah. I did that in LA uh, and that was fine. Um, because I didn't have to wait, you know, a good chunk of time. It was like, Hey, here's a 
at eight o'clock, we're going to do a 30 minute thing. Uh, five bucks, you'll go up on this time. So that was pretty chill. You know, you didn't have to wait around. Oh, yeah. Um, so that like felt worth my five bucks. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't paid for a mic out here yet. I think I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to start my own show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? That's yeah. what Brennan Gay did, basically. Yeah. And I think it's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just fun, you know? Yeah. I think I would spend $20 a day. $600 a month to get four spots for five minutes every day. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. I feel like that's tw- that's cheap in, ex- in, in exchange for that time. If I didn't have to wait around. If you get a business license, I wonder if you could use all that as a, your ta- uh, your tax write-off. Totally can. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know if they give you receipts, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, for my W-2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you fill out this I-9 form <laughs> so I can so I can do this open mic? <laughs> It's the only way I can afford it in New York. Everything's $25. Oh, my God, dude. Shit is so expensive. This coffee was like 7 bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's worth... It's, it's good coffee. It's really but good. it's little... I'm like, hi, it's the beginning of the day. I'm going to do a pocket. I need a coffee before I could talk to a The human. lady in there is so sweet. She's the cutest thing. She's like, I only have this size right now. I'm like... <laughs> Well, I guess I'll take it. They were playing Hold On for One More Day when I walked in by fucking uh, Wilson Phillips. Uh-huh. I couldn't remember that name of that band when I walked in either. And, like, and I walked in, I'm like, oh my God, it's Wilson Phillips. And I was like, this is going to be, I said, this is going to be a great day. Yeah. That's what I told her. And she's like, every day for you is a great day. Aww. And I was like, what? Who are you? <laughs> I love that. I know. Her, her. You need a tip jar just for you. Yeah. I'm like, here's all of my money. <laughs> just do this all the time. Yeah, yeah. So this is where I need to come for not just a coffee pick me up. Yeah. Did you? Okay. How did you get over here? Did you take the L to 14th Street? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I took the L. Um, yeah. Public transportation's pretty cool out here. Yeah. Uh, when I first came out here two years ago, I was very overwhelmed by the train system because they have three trains stacked on top of each other. And it's like, what? Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. You have the, like the the one, the two, and the three are all running on the same. Tr- or like the the same thing, four, five, and six all yeah. running on the same tracks, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's very weird. It's wild. Yeah. I just also, I was thinking on my way over here, uh, going, you know, across the river. We're underground, obviously. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> How do you build a tunnel under yeah. under the river? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Where is that? On and the they did it like a hundred years ago. I know. Like, like, talk about technology. Like, that is just so know, it's wild. pretty crazy right you know? the brooklyn bridge for world's first suspension bridge wow. right over there people still using it it's yeah. been over it's been a hundred like almost a hundred and what 40 years ish wow yeah i think it was built in the 1880s or something damn that's crazy to think about yeah nobody builds projects like that anymore wow. you look at the manhattan bridge i can't it's so strange to think about this janelle but like nobody there's like no infrastructure projects in the united states that do anything like they built a hoover dam uh, uh, like in 80 years ago yeah and like that can could, would that ever ha- i can't imagine that happening today yeah i just don't think that anybody there's just no political will to like do any of that shit no we don't want to invest in ourselves <laughs> it's gross thanks yeah. a lot donald trump yeah. he came on talking about all of this infrastructure stuff and how it's amazing that everything he's accused other like whatever her name uh hillary was gonna do it's like now he's doing like war with iran and like i know all this shit you know and i'm not going to lie i'm not the most politically that's uh, probably healthy yeah (laughs) it's good when you don't know this is something uh my mom told me you know um that stuff's going on out there uh it's you know, so just you just got to go live your life. So I try and keep because I'm in comedy. I have to like everyone's like, did you say we're going to die? Telling you, I was like, we're going to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> when like, <laughs> Trump started a war with Iran. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like I had no idea like for three days that this was taking place um, <laughs> or that Australia was on fire because I'm just like, oh, well, the whole fucking country's <laughs> burning down. Tune into The yeah. Bachelor so I could just numb out Oh, my out God. A that's so bit. funny. Yeah. Australia is like the whole country is like burning down. It's insane. Like I'm just I just always wonder with these types of things, like how have we come this far as like human beings and we know so much and we have so much technology that we can't put out a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Like, isn't there a baking soda factory? Like, can't we just like get a shit ton of baking soda and just drop it on the? Yeah, get get a bunch of dirt and just like. <laughs> oh my god, 
I just I sad it just isn't gonna rain in Australia. Like if it just rained, it would For put. For me, it reminds me of California. You know, I grew up around forest fires uh-huh. all the time, so my heart totally goes out to those people. But it's like California was like state, yeah. like how what's yeah let's learn like. How do we put out forest fires? It's the end of the. It's the end of the world. I That's know, how you. But because yeah. the, the problem is, I mean, I don't know anything about the Australian fires are like enormous and it's yeah. like so much space and all this stuff. But all like animals, you think about like the Amazon cool. fires or the or the California wildfires and all this stuff, and you think just the the will like the will to handle handleable problems doesn't exist anymore. That's how you know that we're you know at the end. Plus, we got a world full of supervillains. We got Jeff Bezos. And Mark Zuckerberg. These guys are fucking supervillains. Yeah. If the Justice League existed, that's who they'd be fighting. Yeah. So Damn wild. it. <laughs> I, that's why people need to step up, you know? Comedy needs to save the world. That is our job. <laughs> it is. Do you got a... Uh, what are your big What are your big projects, your big goals for this year? You got your show. You got taking the comedy stuff. You got anything yeah. else in the mix or just... Just just surviving New York for a year. <laughs> right now, it's just surviving. I feel like that's a good enough goal. It sounds like you're doing well, though. Yeah. You know, I didn't even tell my mom about the <laughs> the whole trans. She was like, where are you living? I'm like, um, <laughs> I will tell you when I'm a little more uh, <laughs> locked down in a place. That's so funny. Um, Does yeah. she worry about you? She call you up and like. You know, um, my family's got their stuff going on. <laughs> you know, it's best just leave me to figure it out. <laughs> oh if there's a will there's a way i'll figure it out oh man um no uh this year the way you say that makes it sound like they all they're all like in court for like drug charges or something uh not all of them no uh um you know everyone's got their got their lives going on um yeah um no this year what i would like to do is audition for some things and um yeah just see where this will take me um hopefully land some more tv spots uh last year i got to do a little commercial as well yeah which one was you you were in (laughs) i was in a glidden (laughs) tape commercial whoa yeah watch out (laughs) (laughs) do you get residuals from it no i got a 34 dollar paycheck nice yeah (laughs) nice at least you got paid and some portellos i think too Yeah, so Chicago. I know. know? Yeah. $34,000. Uh, you got some Portillo's. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You're set, right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the big leagues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I did like some Chicago Med um, stuff as well, like extra work. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to replicate what I was doing in Chicago in New York. I'm like, okay, what was I doing in Chicago? That was like, getting me more opportunities. Mm. Okay, well, why don't I just apply that principle to new york yeah where you know potentially an opportunity can open up where i can make some money yeah and it's not that i like want to be famous i just want to make enough money doing what i love to not have to be a waitress yeah (laughs) it's funny too i think about this also where i'm like i just want to get i just want to make enough money doing comedy and writing books that i don't have to do a day a normal day job that's it's not that big of a goal like i mean it's not insane to believe to like it's so possible yeah and yet <laughs> and yet <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's possible you know in chicago, so if you're listening to this podcast yeah. go to the patreon because I could, I could really i could really use your help <laughs> yeah anything's possible you know in chicago i had quit my job um and i didn't work for like six to eight months and i was just doing comedy and like making some money doing that and um you know doing extra work and doing those little tiny acting gigs and brand ambassador stuff and i was like holy shit if i can last like eight months out Mm. of a year paying all my bills on time yep um doing this like it is possible oh yeah i'm just learning how to it's scary because it's totally a fire under your ass oh yeah like Okay, so how am I going to make this money this week? When you have a job, you get comfortable. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to worry about anything. No, because you're like, well, you know what? I'm going to go in. And what's funny is I actually became broker when I took a job after that whole hiatus. That's funny. Yeah. Well, because you kind of, I get it too. Like I I quit my jobby job back in June. Mm -hmm. And since then have been doing consulting gigs mostly, but then also doing some like AV work stuff, filming people for with, 
you know, for clips and yeah. shit with the camera and equipment I have. And then uh, working a lot on this podcast, working on a second podcast, which I launched called Funny Planet, which you guys can check out. The first episode just dropped uh, two days ago as of this recording. But now we're probably on like the sixth or seventh episode. Uh, and then also the online courses that I've been doing and like really trying to push and the books and all that stuff, like all of that, like has been helping me not, mm -hmm. it's like, because even if you're, it's funny. Cause even if you have that much like income, like I'm not making, I'm not, I'm like not able to pay my bills with all that stuff. Uh -huh. But because of that stuff coming in, I'm able to just kind of like very slowly bleed out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is though. Right. Like. You know, it's being resourceful. What skills do you have to float you to where you can ultimately just transition out of that day job? Yeah, because it suddenly lights a fire under you where you're like, fuck, I got to save as much as you can. Yeah, like I'm, I'm paying 800 basically to stay in a closet. You yeah, know? but it's like, hey, beats eleven hundred eight hundred dollars in New York for a place is amazing. Yeah, I mean, my mattress is still on the ground. Where in Brooklyn <laughs> are you? Uh, I am on the border of Bushwick and Bed-Stuy. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, it's not. It's like a gentrifying area. Yeah. It's it's a wild one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. Yeah. All of Brooklyn is a wild one, mostly. I feel like I if you're not in Williamsburg, if you're wandering around anywhere in Brooklyn, it feels like you could get... You're like, I don't, I don't know what's around any corner. But true. Yeah. But I feel like more when you go in... Unless you're Bushwick, in Park Slope, I guess. That's also extremely nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, my neighborhood's like funky. They've like, there's always like uh, oldies blasting in my neighborhood. Nice. Um, everyone's always like selling incense and <laughs> uh, yeah, selling drugs. There's yeah. always some, I always feel like if I'm walking around Brooklyn, there's always like some girl who'd be talking like this really loud. Oh, and you're I love like, it. What? You're like, what accent is that? Yeah. Where are you from? Yeah. I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> like, oh, it's I just love, so. I love I couldn't tell. I like can't tell what that accent is or where yeah. that person's from. Or the thick, like uh, the thick Brooklyn accents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my bagel guy, um, Gambino, he's got. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. He's got a thick Brooklyn accent. I love him. That's oh, what people think. The, stereo <laughs> the stereotypical New York accent is actually a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. And like people in Manhattan don't have accents. No, no. I met um, I met someone last night um, who was from Manhattan. I was like, what? There's a handful of people I met, like for some of whom li grew up in in the East Village. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't imagine growing up here. No. It doesn't feel like. I mean, then there's children here. You'll pass them. Yeah. But I can't imagine playing what, outside. No, I had a in creek. Tompkins Park. Yeah, yeah. With the homeless people, <laughs> like. <laughs> that, yeah, it's so. I think about that too. And I'm like, how wild would it be to be a kid in this? I had the country, you know? Yeah. I, I'm same thing as growing up in, I was in the suburbs mm -hmm. basically between the suburbs and the Manistee national forest. It was just basic. I mean, that was it. Yeah. There was not a lot to do. I mean, the suburbs are the worst place to live because it's the illusion of having people around without actually having anybody around. No. Yeah. Everyone wants to make sure their neighbor is as far away as possible. Gross. So gross. <laughs> fucking suburbs yeah they're so boring i mean i get like why you'd want to raise a family there but what i don't get is just staying there forever i just it feels like if you go you're just that's your life now yeah you, you've decided to check out yeah all my friends in chicago who have gone and moved into the suburbs are like well never see you again like they just they're gone and now they have and then like right after they move out there they're pregnant and then they're and that's it that's terrifying and they're nice people but like now yeah. they're parents and they're boring as hell yeah yeah everybody i know who has a kid the if they go out and do anything they cut loose so hard <laughs> because they have nothing else with, yeah. yeah they have nothing that's like they're I've been like waiting for this for six months <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I oh, have, we're getting fucked this up this is huh? the only night i have to go out <laughs> yeah this month or next month yeah and they just get fucking ripped so hard yeah i feel <laughs> like i have to live um you know out there fantasies sometimes you know they're You're like, like i can't keep up with you let's do blow no i don't want to do blow i what the fuck this yeah. is a normal night for me like if i can't i can't get into these habits now like yeah. sarah it's tuesday <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't have to go into work until 10 o'clock tomorrow oh my god sarah yeah. Yeah. i'm taking the train back in the morning like i can really go crazy yeah Oof. i'm gonna stay out till 10 30 <laughs> I can't believe it's nine o'clock and we're not at home. I know, yeah. 
Right now I'd be watching Teen Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Kids would be asleep. I'd be having a glass of wine. But this is nice too. <laughs> but this is nice too. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, Teen Mom. all my friends, man. They're I the, all oh, I had the kids. biggest crush on Macy from the original season. Oh Teen yeah, Mom. she seemed like a cool chick. She's, she seemed like she was trying to do the best. And she was so pretty. Even though she was like, she was like, you know, she was originally on 16 and pregnant. And then she was on Teen Mom. Mm-hmm. That one chick who was on Teen Mom became a porn star. Oh, Farrah Abraham. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a huge crush on Farrah Abraham she when pretty. she was on the show, too. But yeah. then, like, she t- her life took that direction. I was like, wow. Yeah. This, this. It's like, hey, girl. Her poor parents. I mean. Not that there's anything wrong with doing porn. I just no. want to be clear. Yeah. Like, but. I think for her specifically, yeah, like it feels like that was a very weird arc for her life to to go into. Yeah, I just wonder too. You know, we are becoming more progressive, but I am curious. How do you have that conversation with your child? <laughs> well, you know, Rocco Sofredi, porn star, was on the podcast, and he's never hid what he did from his children. Yeah, but like, how do you even like? What age? You know, how yeah. does that conversation start? Is it like when you start having the sex? What talk? does mom do for work? Yeah. <laughs> Dudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. Oh man, I don't know. I always wonder what 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 that must be. But that's why I wanted to talk to Rocco. Is that he was such a fascinating dude because he never hid what he did from his kids. Mm-hmm. His son. I was in contact with his son. The whole his son like works with him and is like his assistant. Like sets stuff up and so I don't know. What a wild what a unique yeah you know life yeah but they seem happy and he like loves his kids and they have a nice family and like you could do porn and love your kids uh, you're right <laughs> yeah you and can like fucking still yeah i don't think i think it's i mean i think ava adams has like two kids and they're like almost grown adults now Shit. and she's like still you know banging dudes and and women on yeah. like porn so it's a fascinating th- thing to do in a lot of ways i feel like it's very similar to doing comedy oh i feel that way a lot yeah yeah like i'm like you just you're 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 selling yourself Uh basically and you're having and it's weird too because it's like like i'm sure that probably most of the time porn stars are having a blast like they're like i get to have sex on camera this sounds amazing like i get paid for having sex with attractive people this sounds great but they're not, ha- but but it's it's a lot like comedy where it's like I'm I get to entertain people for fun. This is fucking great for yeah. a living. But then not all the time because it's like now you got shitty parts and things that you don't you don't you don't want to do, but you have to do in order yeah. to like ma- have the job happen. I think it's very similar. Yeah, yeah, sounds like comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're almost at time, Janelle. Uh-huh. What do you? Where can people follow you or get at you or any of that stuff? Um. Instagram at comedian J Murph. Comedian J Murph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'm a Murphy that spells it E Y. Yeah. Well, and I love that you called me Murphy because. Um, yeah, you ex- you accented it for a while. I yeah. Well, and I remember. I think you might have been there when um when I went to Chicago Bagel Authority. Yeah. Uh, when they had that open mic there. And yeah, I was the like, bagel mic. Yeah. I'm hosted like, by David Gavry. Oh, God, he's such a great host. Uh, yeah, but it, like comedy, you know what I mean? Like he's he's another comedy casualty because he got married and now he's out of the game. But he's in Vegas as a professional uh, gambler. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did a ton of poker. Yeah, yeah. I should reach out to him. Yeah. Yeah, I miss he'd that be, guy. I know. He's so awesome. Uh, I wish him all the best. Um, hopefully he keeps doing comedy too. Um. But uh, he would try to host that bagel, Mike, and it was just so funny because he'd be like, "What's up? How you doing, crowd? What you got? What are you eating there? A bagel? Yeah. What kind of bagel you got, bro? <laughs> I love the four star Mike. He was just, I just, he really is what inspired me as a host. I'm like, this is how I want to run every show. Like, let's yeah. just have a good time. If it's shit, it's shit. But like, we're just gonna make the best. Yeah, he would just it. keep rolling. He yeah. just didn't. He nothing touched him. Yeah, he just would. <laughs> Yo, he's the best. Um, what you got a bagel? Awesome, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Give it up for this guy eating got a bagel. Some cream cheese on that bagel? Yeah. He just, there's like nothing funny about it sometimes. He just would go though. Yeah. He would be like, yeah, what are you eating in Oak Park? Oak Pork? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, give it up for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he knew how to bring everyone together. Yeah. He definitely, um, you know, cut any tension or, yeah, he just, he brought a lot of light in there. That's very funny. Um, But yeah, I remember I went in there and I know, I think you were there too. It was a couple of the guys and I went up to you and I was like, uh, hey, so I just want you to know I'm no longer Janelle Murphy. 
I'm Janelle Murphy. <laughs> I'm going to go by Janelle Murphy. And everyone's like, we're not going to do that. Janelle. <laughs> we're not calling you Janelle Murphy. And I even met this like famous director in Chicago. She's, uh, we hit it off and she was like, um, what's your name? I was like, Janelle Murphy. And yeah. She was like, Huh? Seriously? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> you'll mm, never yeah, forget this really. now. <laughs> yeah. Who? Which director? Who was it? Um. Oh, I forget her. I'm horrible. Um. She made this movie about a woman selling um. Ecstasy. Uh. It's on Amazon, but it was also in theaters. She's done a bunch of stuff. I can't think of her name right now. Huh? Yeah. Eh. Selling ecstasy, huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. feel like I should know. This sounds like a movie that's on my alley. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a cool one. I have Amazon now, so I should actually check it out. Um, but uh, yeah, Janelle Murphy. <laughs> J Murph. J Murph. On Instagram. Yeah. Hell yeah. Instagram. I should get back in the Twitter game. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to send these jokes out. I just harass celebrities. That's, that's all. I, so that's I, really I'm funny. like, you know what? I should probably like. At Janelle harasses on Twitter. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. It's great having you over. Yeah, Janelle. likewise, Lemon. I'll see Been you again fun. soon, I'm sure. Yes. Peace. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Madness Continues podcast. Once again, this is Brendan Lemon. If you liked what you listened to, please take a minute to like, to subscribe, to give us a rating. It really does mean a difference. I say us like there's more than one person doing this. Uh, It's just me, everybody. So every little bit of support you can lend would be really appreciated by me. If you want to share this podcast, it would really, really, really mean a lot to me. I hope you come back. I hope you listen. And check out the other podcast I produce, Funny Planet, where we talk to different comedians from all over the world about what they're doing and how they are funny in their own cultures. You can learn a thing or two and you'll have a laugh too. Anyway, take care. Take it easy. We'll see you here next time.